Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. This month, we've been talking about pursuing God and how it relates to creating a crazy cool family. So how does pursuing God help us to have a better marriage? Well, I think for us, I'm not sure we would still be married if we didn't pursue God along the way. Hey, 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 (laughs) not that bad a husband. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's not that. It's just that, I mean, and I say this all the time, is that because we were both the babies of our own family, we came into our marriage wanting our own way. We were, we were selfish and maybe a little bit insecure, and so we were just constantly at each other, wanting to change each other, wanting things to be different or whatever helping that is. Helping each other. Yeah, helping. Yeah, that's right. And so I think that um, pursuing God's what saved our marriage. Yeah, I think it's God's definitely had a big part, and we've had to really work at our marriage. Yeah. And But let us ask this question to you today. It might be a little bit shocking to you. What would you say if if we told you that your spouse's opinion of you shouldn't matter at all? That could be why we need to pursue God, because (laughs) I need my opinion to reign in your life. Yes, but no. So so that's what I, I told that to my men's group the other day. I said, what if I told you your spouse's opinion of you shouldn't matter? And they just said, wow. I mean, they just kind of sat back in their chairs and said, are you serious? They said, like, my wife won't like yeah, that. Please don't tell my wife. That's exactly <laughs> what they said. And so I laughed and I said, okay, let me explain. I said, you're married to a person and, and she is married to one too. And both people in the marriage are not God. They yeah. don't see everything. They are sinful and self-serving. And so if you allow the person of any person in your life including your wife, to run your life. You will constantly be wondering where you stand, and eventually you'll be resentful of the hold that person has on you. Okay, so now let me just explain. Let me bring some clarification in that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So now that does not mean that you should not listen to the opinion of your spouse. Right. (laughs) I wouldn't do that if you want to have a, a long happy, fruitful marriage, right? Right. But um, as believers, we should listen to the opinion of our spouse and see. But the main thing is to see what God says about that opinion. And if you've got a scale, then God's opinion needs to weigh more than your spouse's opinion. That's what we're trying to say here. And that helps you to when your spouse, when a lot of spouses, a lot of husbands and wives feel like that their spouse runs their life, Yeah. but the spouse is not is having their own issues and and maybe the spouse isn't even for you maybe the spouse is being selfish and so that's where you've got to filter in god's opinion because god has got this crazy love for us yeah and so parents we know we ask that question on purpose because we know it sounds a little crazy but our point is is that god's love is a little bit crazy as well i mean look at matthew 10 37 and 38 where jesus says Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take their cross up and follow me is not worthy of me. Yeah, so it just says whoever's in relationship, it's... it's God's opinion is always going to be more than their opinion. It's yes. always more important, even if it's a son, even if it's a daughter, even if it's a spouse. 
again, hey, Jesus, isn't that a little crazy? <laughs> Aren't we going a little bit overboard here? But just remember, 1 John 4, 8 says this, God is love. And Romans 8, 28 says, all things work to the good for those who love him. If Jesus is telling us to love him and his father more than anyone, then guess what, parents? He has a good purpose for it. It is for our good that we love Jesus and we value his opinion more than anyone or anything. And why? Because God's love is the best love we will ever have. It is unconditional. It is unrelenting. It is unequivocal. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And that love will last into eternity. Okay. So what does this have to do with marriage? So... I was just about to tell you that. So when when we know we're loved like that, when we, we can know then that God is working for the good in our lives and in the life of our spouse as well. And so now we call them the three C's of marriage. We can approach our marriage with a crazy confidence, compassion, and commitment. So confidence is just believing that God is working in our marriage for, for our very best, for what God has for us. Um, that we don't have to control things. We don't have to be in charge. That I don't have to change my spouse or even control my spouse because God's got it. He, he's, he's got a better plan and an idea for my spouse than I could ever have. Yes, and it's so cool when we can go into our marriage with confidence that God's behind us and we can go in and, and, and go in with the confidence that things are going to work out. And the second one is being compassionate. When we are compassionate towards our spouse, we see our spouse as God sees them, and we love them as God does. 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4 says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Yeah, when I was a young mom, I had a hard time comforting Don <laughs> because I was thinking <laughs> I am taking care of all these small kids. He needs to come in and be an adult too. And I think sometimes I didn't treat him with the honor and respect that he deserves. And so God showed me that if I would just put a picture of Don as a little boy on the refrigerator, then God would be able to come in and change the way I, um, my perspective toward God and my compassion toward God. Don. And I was able to love him like you do a child because that's how God sees us, the innocence of a child. And so you didn't really mother me. Well, no, because you don't know men don't men don't like to be mothered for sure. But it did change how if I could see you as your frustration being something that I could help, just like I did with my children. If I'm my children are frustrated, then how do I come in and and help them get through their frustration? Or if you came in, you know, t- tough day at work, or they come home from a tough day at school, how do I take care of them? And so I just learned that if I look at you as how God sees you with compassion and understanding, then it worked a lot better for our marriage. (laughs) Yeah. So I took those pictures and put them all over the house, everywhere I could in the bathroom, in the bedroom, not only in the refrigerator. Which was good because you were such a cute little boy. (laughs) That's right. I was a cute little boy. Made you want to have boys eventually, right? Definitely. Yes, it did. So then we wound up having three boys after the four girls. The last one's commitment. Commitment Because God ordained marriage, and He has ordained our best life is through loving our spouse as Christ loves us. So I get my best life when I do my best love for my wife. You see, God wants us to see our spouse as a tool that God uses to bring out the best in us. It's not somebody that's designed to bring us down. It's not somebody that's going to do 
do anything other than bring out the best in us. God specifically gave us our spouse to bring out the best in us. So yeah, then God starts to do crazy things in our marriage. Like for us, I started to not focus on the things that Don was doing wrong, but instead I invited God in to show me places where I could respond with understanding and even gratefulness. Gratefulness is a whole next level of responding to your spouse or Instead of being fearless and hopeless in our marriage that it's always going to be the same or it's never going to improve, and we thought those, those thoughts several times, then we, we can see God working in every area and that he would bring courage and hope into the situation. Yeah, there have been several times, several instances, you know, you're three, you're seven, you're 10, you're, yeah. you're 14, that we're like, okay, this is as good as it's going to get. But then God came in and brought us courage and hope to bear down a little bit with him and to trust him to go to the next level, didn't he? Yeah, and I think that one of the keys that even led that us to even start having that fear and that or that fearlessness and that hope is to pray more instead of trying to change our spouse, just pray for him. Mm-hmm. Instead of speaking, you know, would you do this different or do that? Just say, God, if this is a change you have for my spouse, then will you activate it? Um, and then the 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 thing, the most valuable thing you can do when you're pursuing God in your marriage or what God does when you pursue him is he brings to you an awareness of what the enemy is doing, that the enemy is alive and well today, guys, and he's out there and he wants to go after our marriage above anything else. And so he's going to wiggle his way in and wedge away so that there is um, discord division and our marriage. And so pursuing God just makes us aware of that. And the enemy throws a lie out, but because you've got God's truth in you, then you're like, shut up, Satan. You know, that's not gonna let you speak that in my marriage. That's right. That's right. So let's wrap up. When we pursue God, when we pursue God, we become, think about this, picture this parents. We become a relaxed and confident spouse who brings love, life, and hope into the marriage rather than anger, fear, and expectations. That's how pursuing God makes marriage crazy cool. So here's your assignment for the week. Oh my goodness, we love it when we hear spouses bragging on each other. So think of something wonderful about your spouse and I want you to share it on your social media of choice, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, and then tag uh, Crazy Cool Family so that it will will come to us as well. And so also, if you like what you're reading and you're hearing in the Weekly Rethink, would you share it with others? And social media is great. We love for you to share it on social media, but also think about just simply telling a friend about us. A personal invitation will make them feel special and is a really safe way to introduce them to God working in their lives. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.